0: hey everyone this is episode five of hello church yes thanks for coming back and tuning in if you haven't done so make sure to subscribe to hello church you can catch us where you normally catch your podcast you can catch us on youtube if you want to watch the video you can catch us on spotify you can subscribe on itunes make sure to leave us a comment or rate us review us It, it helps and it gets the word out on hello church and um Hopefully, we'll help more pastors.
1: Yeah. And today's a, a fun episode because yeah. today we are going to have this type of episode, uh, a, a reoccurring episode mm-hmm. on, on the show here. And today we're going to be talking about
0: sermon series ideas, particularly, though, for the summer yeah so the summer is kind of this strange time in the calendar because you have a lot of transition that's happening if people are moving they're usually doing it in the summer so if you're buying and selling a home you're usually doing it between you know May and August uh, people are going on vacations yeah. during the summer and traveling a lot traveling they're going to the lake so it's it's a different season and for churches that anticipate new guests, You might still get new guests during the summer, but you probably won't get as many walk-ins, I'll say walk-ins, visitors who come between the months of May and August. So that makes it a good time to have, I guess you could say, some internal dialogue happening. And you still want to address the guests, but you're really kind of speaking to your people. And you're discipling them, and you're getting them ready for the launch of what, what feels like a new season in September?
1: Yeah, well, I, we've seen churches do it two ways, right? One is the internal approach, like let's mm-hmm. let's spend some time developing our core congregation, our our core leaders, or we've seen some churches like Connections Church in Austin where they go really, really outward focused. And as a uh, pastor there told me that what they will do is they will stabilize their attendance in the summertime because they're so outward focused, so they're having a lot of their family, their their regular attenders and their family, you know, you know, the 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 core leaders, they'll be out, you know, vacation, just like you were saying. But because they have so many new guests, mm-hmm. their church is like slightly growing or just plateauing in the summer, and then when they hit that fall, it's just like a surge of growth. Yeah, because of that. So there's two ways, and I think some of the things that some of the types of series we're gonna be talking about today sort of lean into both of those ideas or those philosophies for the summertime.
0: Yeah, and it it brings up kind of this interesting question of what should Sunday morning be for churches? And then how should you address the internal dialogue versus this push for guests? And I think that I think a church should always be addressing two types of people. As you're preaching, you're addressing of course your congregation, but what I try to make it a habit of doing is even if there are no guests in the audience, I say, hey, maybe you're new here and maybe you're new to church, or hey, maybe you're not a Christian. And then I I address those individuals. Because when you do that, you're telling your congregation, hey, this is a place where you can bring guests and I'm going to try to write my message where they can understand it, even if, a good portion of it is directed to people who are already Christians. And so I think whenever you do just work through your summer series, always kind of keep that in mind, whether you do go that internal dialogue approach or you're like, Hey, let's, let's try to do something a little bit different. And, and let's try to get some more guests involved and invited here to our services.
1: Yeah, there's a saying to your point in marketing or communications world that says, uh, project what you want to attract. Yeah. And so I think if you're wanting to attract more guests, uh, even if they're not there a lot, you need to create that environment that is inviting for them. So let's dive right into some of the sermon series ideas. Mm-hmm. So just for context, uh, we started a company called Ministry Pass. close to six years ago and we have developed our team over a thousand sermon series and Mm -hmm. so we feel like we've got a good you know good uh belt of experience the last several years and so some of the ideas that we're going to be talking through or some of the thoughts that we've had and conversations we've had
0: with our team and are having with pastors as they email us or they shoot us feedback um and i will say this too about our process so we don't ever plan anything within this vacuum. Uh, I've mentioned this before, but all of us here at the office, we are involved in our local churches and almost everyone is in some sort of leadership or even volunteer leadership position at our churches. We also include pastors. We talk to pastors. We work with writers who are pastors. And so we're really trying to extend our root system and communicate with other congregations so that when we put together a sermon series, it's not just something that we think is a good idea, but something that pastors have said has worked, something that is needed and that is helpful. So as we work through these ideas, these aren't just ideas that we've come up with, but ideas that we've really tried to put together with a number of different sources involved. And and ideas that we've seen work over the past
1: several Mm -hmm. years. Uh, with that being said let, let's dive right in so if we're gonna do if we're gonna give you guys uh, and I'd love to hear your ideas by the way if you'd like, uh, you'd like to share an idea something that worked really well for your church in, in a previous summer mm-hmm. uh, submit a comment below or tweet us let us know we'd love to add that and uh, recognize that but if, if we're talking about summer sermon series ideas and that's a mm-hmm. tongue twister
0: uh, let's talk about summer themed mm-hmm. sermon series yeah so we all have these, like, habits that are seasonal. Uh I, I've joked about this before, but you don't need to tell someone to go to Starbucks and get a pumpkin spice latte. All it takes is for a single— September 1st, baby. A single leaf falls on the ground, we automatically do it. We are attuned as people to the seasons. And so when the summer comes, we're automatically thinking about certain things. And so you can— put together a summer-themed sermon series that leverages what people are already thinking about and what people are even probably doing without even thinking about it, just because it is the summer, uh, and hopefully direct that to God's Word. So a couple of ideas that we have, uh, I'll just kind of list them off. The first one is we, we put together a series called Summer Slump, and the reason being is because Uh, You've probably heard of seasonal depression Uh, in the winter, a lack of sunlight, uh, maybe people just aren't going outdoors as much. Uh, People can get uh, depressed. That actually does happen during the summer too, and it can happen for a couple different reasons. I know for us, we're in the South, and in Houston, it gets really hot and humid, and people just don't go outside as much. It just feels... It feels like you're walking through cotton candy, not in a good way. It just envelopes you with heat. And so that's a part of it. Sometimes uh, we are stuck inside. We're not able to go on a vacation. Everybody else is going on a vacation. So we can get stuck in this slump. And so this sermon series leverages that and says, Mm -hmm. okay, what do we do when we feel like we're stuck in life? And what does the Bible say? And how how can we leverage those opportunities? And of course, you know, you look at the character of Joseph as uh, a great example of that. So that's one of the series that we've kind of put together. And and here's the big principle, whether you use this idea or not, is leverage what's right there in front of you and harness it to direct yeah. people back to God's word.
1: Yeah. Uh, another idea that we have is a, is from a series that we uh created and it's one of my favorite series on the site and i think because it just brings so much nostalgia and you can um you know you will have memories tied to this series if you do it as a church but it's called family vacation we talked about oh yeah yeah. a lot lot of families will go on vacation
0: you just got a camper yeah got a little got a little pop-up camper we're redoing and uh trying to kind of build those memories because i have good memories of of going on road trips yeah, me too. whenever i was um a kid and and here's the thing about going on a road trip so when you go on a road trip with your family on a vacation, oh, you experience the highs yes. of family life. Yep. You go see the Grand Canyon or something awesome, and it's just this great connection, but you also experience the lows. Dad, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> the frustrations of it. And so that's, that's kind of the idea behind yep. this series. Whether people are going on vacations or staycations, it's saying, hey, how can we navigate, how does scripture teach us to navigate the highs and the lows of family life? Life, and that's something people need to know. And just the illustration of family vacation, it, it, I think it makes it fun, it makes it interesting. But immediately people are thinking about the highs and the lows. And so, once again, you're just kind of directing people back to that topic, and then saying, "Hey, here's what God's word says about it."
1: Another thing that we see that has been successful in our uh, sermon series for the summer is the topic of leadership. Really leaning in and taking this season to. Develop the leaders at your church. Develop your congregation. You know, leadership is a, is a wonderful trait to develop, and and maybe have naturally born aggressive leaders, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, naturally born like people that are confident or aggressive. But leadership needs to de- be developed over time and and worked through. And so we have
0: a series called To Timothy, mm-hmm. and I'll let you share about that because your team handled that yeah so what's fascinating too about ministry Pass is one of the things that i started working on the last couple years is just trying to get a sermon series for every book of the bible and and we have that so it doesn't matter what book you want to work through we have a sermon series on that whether it's ecclesiastes or the book of micah and so 2 timothy works through the letters of first and second timothy which is a part of the pastoral epistles of course and it's it's really paul mentoring this young minister but it's applicable to us today because as paul says in ephesians he's given us all these key leaders in the church to equip us for the work of ministry and so you need to equip uh the people around you and so that is a a a good series and then too i found that pastors because there's so much kind of going on it helps to preach through a book of the bible sometimes during the summer because you don't have to figure out what text is coming up next. Right. You're like, I'm going through first and I'm going through second Timothy and here's here are the text I'm gonna preach each week and there it is. And when a guest speaker comes in, you know, a month, two months out, you could say, hey, here's the text. So that might be an interesting idea for some people is find a book and preach through it um, and you can find one on leadership with to Timothy.
1: Now, I know this is not a sermon series idea, but let me just inject this in here real quick. If you're a pastor, leverage the summertime to really uh, refresh yourself. uh, Take some rest. Invite other speakers. Do a whole series where you're not the the speaker. Uh, Whether it's guest speakers, you invite a guest speaker for Mm -hmm. several weeks, or you have people on your staff do it. But leverage the summertime
0: to really rest, recoup, and get ready for that fall season. And I, I will say this. The title of Two Timothy is uh, T O Timothy, not Second Timothy. Two Timothy, uh, so it so it is like a letter that's being written. I will say that. So it's not Two Corinthians. Yeah, it's not like Two, two <laughs> Corinthians walking a bar. Yeah, wow. uh, you know, another good series uh, is one we have called Misdirection. We have a couple kind of like this. The Bible gives us a host of different characters and. Ah, uh, we see their lives, and just because the Bible depicts something doesn't mean that it's endorsing it. Sure, oftentimes when we read in the New Testament or the Old Testament, and in the New, we read about these characters doing just wild stuff, and it's there so we can see the warts and all, and we can learn from their mistakes. And so, misdirection is a leadership series that looks at it from like kind of the opposite direction and says, "How can we learn from things that people did?" horribly? How can we learn from David's mistakes or Abraham's mistakes? Uh, and so you could, you could look at it from, Hey, the leadership of Jesus, how do we be a good leader? And then you could look at, Hey, these are mistakes that people made. Let's grow from that. So that's kind of a fun series. Now,
1: I don't know about you for the summer, but, uh, the summer for me growing up, I spent a lot of time with the kids around the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I know there was a particular few summers, eighth grade to like, 11th grade we literally played basketball mm-hmm. every single day for hours oh, yeah a day and you know i love basketball as my favorite sport growing up uh, my favorite uh, basketball player was akeem the dream elijah one and so I, of course i i loved that was my playing style and it didn't really translate to a lot of success. Yeah. Uh when you would get into more competitive or I tried out for the basketball team because my playing style was like the center, but I was five <laughs> seven, five eight. It wasn't about success though, it was about the style though, yeah. right? Well uh, the dream shake though, I had it down uh-huh. on the neighborhood kids. It's just when I went to, you know, try out for the basketball team, the the six foot six, you know, guys just that were
0: guards, yeah, would eat my lunch, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so, I mean, kind of what I love what you allude to is is when you think about the summer, you think about those types of things. Yeah, those are some great illustrations. Yeah, and um, when you say the neighborhood, that's kind of our next category. Is I think there's a great uh, section of series that you could work through, and it's just about being a good neighbor uh, and and preparing people for the beginning of the the school year. You're kind yeah. of going back to this new season and. We have a number of uh, neighborhood-style sermon series. One is called Neighborhood Watch. And we we have a certain idea uh, when we hear Neighborhood Watch Um, It's like the grumpy old people sitting in the pickup (laughs) truck at the front of the neighborhood, you know, taking pictures of people uh, Having fun or on next door (laughs) a van just drove by slowly (laughs) call the police Um, But what if we took that idea and 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 we twisted it around and said hey We're here to take care of each other. Yeah, and so this is a series on how to take care of your neighbors and you're really teaching people how to do that and and when we think about we'll talk about evangelism in a minute but but just instead of just seeing people as kind of objects to be won over we see them as individuals to love and so a good sermon series can help people kind of learn how to do that and give them kind of just on the ground feel for that
1: yeah we don't actually have one of these uh this uh, series on the site but along those lines i think this would be a great series we should add it to the site a series called next door Mm-hmm. And um, get that green
0: because we've all seen the crazies on next. Oh yeah, I love I, one of my favorite uh, Twitter feeds mm-hmm. is the one that just has funny next door stuff. Right, just people people. Screenshot what others say in next door and post it, and it's just wild. It's it's unbelievable sometimes. But yeah,
1: we had one the other day just in my neighborhood. It's like, have you guys been seeing all the aggressive deer lately? (laughs) I'm like, I've never met an aggressive deer. (laughs) They're always like aggressive, skittish, and run from you as soon as they see you. And evidently, an aggressive deer attacked her dog or something. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, it it, it looked like a. Did it look like a cougar?
0: Um, you could, could have sworn it was a deer, but maybe it was a coyote. I it, don't know. It, it, it had fur. Yeah. A lot of fur. Uh, you could do one. Uh, we have a series called This Is Our City uh, and a companion series called This Is Our Community, just depending on yeah. where you live. You're in an urban area or a rural area or whatever. And it's just about how to help take care and be more involved in your community and yeah. city. And I think something like that is super uh, helpful. And then I mentioned... Justin, in evangelism and helping people work through the process of evangelism so you can prepare. If you do yeah. kind of this big push in the fall, people are kind of ready for that.
1: Yeah. Uh, we've seen, I, I mentioned Connections Church in Austin. They've been doing the, uh God on film for like more than a decade I believe. Wow. And they see a lot of, and they make it a, real funny. It's a it's a series. We have got on film on the site. Yeah. And uh you want to explain
0: that real quick and then I'll I'll share a little bit more. Yeah, well, we've done it a couple different ways and th- there are there are a lot of angles to go about this. And I think this last year, uh we were thinking about uh the story of scripture. So the the beginning, the middle, the end. Uh, the rising action, the climax of scripture. And we created a sermon series that told the story of the gospel. And then what we did was each week we looked at the topic and the text and we said, what's a new movie that's a good illustration of Yeah, blockbuster, summer blockbuster. Uh, Yeah, big. And so, for instance, if you were talking about unity, you could uh, do a series on the avengers or yeah. one of the new you know marvel movies uh, iron man may he rest in peace yeah. <laughs> spoiler and so what you're doing is you're not preaching the movies but you're using them as entry points to help people kind of understand mm-hmm. almost like kind of parables in a way and uh you can do that with brand new movies in theaters or you can do that with kind of classic films that everybody's kind of seen films that you know people know about even if they've never watched them.
1: Yeah, one of the ways you could do that this summer, because I know most movie theaters are closed right now, and they won't be forever. Oh, they'll open soon enough. But you could do, instead of doing like a God on film, you could do a family movie night and make this entire series a family series where... Uh, the family gets together. They watch a movie. Uh, they watch a video from your church, or or you know, mm-hmm. you have some sort of content for them to go through. They have popcorn. You know that they, they have some sodas at the house. Just make it like a nice, yeah. fun family movie night, and then uh, you're able to share God's word with them through those sort of
0: pop cultural yeah. um, uh, items. There, so. yeah, and you could do you know fun stuff for the you know do the Sandlot, or you could do uh, some of Pixar's films, or maybe find movies that are streaming uh, that everybody would have access to or most people have access to. You can also approach the topic of evangelism from another angle and you prepare people for evangelism. Mm -hmm. So we have a series called When Necessary and I think we've all heard that that phrase, it's like, you know, preach the gospel at all times and use words when necessary. Uh, And the the truth is, you know, the Bible, Jesus used words to preach the gospel. And so this is a series that helps people to use their words to share their faith and to share what Jesus has done in their lives, to share the words of scripture. And so that's a good series to prepare people. If maybe like, say your God on film is towards the fall or a Mm -hmm. big push is, is towards the fall. And then I think uh, just really helping to prepare your people, the last category that we focus on usually with summer series is an apologetic series. And you're really trying to say, hey, this is what we believe, and this is, this is why we believe it. And this is one of those that's a really good internal series, but it's also one that's good for outsiders too who want to check in on Christianity and kind of figure it out for themselves or work through what Christians believe.
1: Yeah, we have a series called You Asked For It, And this is like you're saying, this would be a great time to really take a look at some of those apologetic type questions that that we get from from people. Some of the questions, the the big picture questions and then some some of the specifics from where we're at in culture. And you lean into those and have, you know, those difficult discussions in the summertime. Uh, I know some pastors are a little bit uh, less inclined to do that in peak Mm -hmm. season. Right. So summertime would be ideal for you. Um, you could also invite maybe uh, a professor to come in, yeah, um, or or a pastor friend that really has um, you know a lot of uh, experience in apologetics teachings. But with, I, I, I like the idea of this type of series in the summer mm-hmm. because it really it equips your people, and, it, it, and it does, and it, it kind of brings them back
0: to one hundred and one um, what we believe,
1: why we believe. And what that looks for us, yeah. In, and to people, today.
0: people need it, and it, it's it's fascinating how many people, even people who've grown up in church, will will even will they'll go to a Christian school and say, oh, I've never heard anybody talk about this." Yeah. You know, I just thought the Bible kind of just floated down from the sky. I didn't know the enti- the process. I didn't yeah. know why why can we trust the Gospels? Why mm-hmm. can we you know trust that Jesus's resurrection actually happened? And and sometimes we give the answer of well, you know, you just got to have faith. Um, but there, there are deeper ways of thinking about that. There really are, and it can be very helpful for people now, but also when they face a difficult circumstance or when they face doubt. So that's a great series. Uh, another one we have is just kind of walking through the Apostles' Creed. We have a couple of series on that. Uh, one is called "I Believe," mm-hmm. and um, this is a great opportunity to say, "Hey, here are here here's the foundation of uh, the Christian faith." Yeah. So I think I think those are some great ideas for the summer and and hopefully will spark something within you obviously you can use any of those series on ministrypass.com if you're a member and uh i'm I'm praying that it'll kind of jumpstart you as you plan out the next couple of months
1: yeah and we we sort of went through topical and a book-based series but if you did want to walk through a book of the Bible, Proverbs is great. It mm-hmm. goes back to the leadership. And there's a lot of just there's a lot of nuggets in Proverbs to begin mm-hmm. with, uh, but you could also do one of the epistles as well. And yeah. of course, uh, you don't have to use Ministry Pass. We've talked through some of the specific series that we have. Hopefully, those can be helpful to you. But but they may actually help uh, you know spark some sort of new idea for you. Yeah. Whatever the case may be, we wanted to put this uh, type of episode together because there's you know. We're not. Christmas comes every year for everyone,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, for all churches. Easter comes, the summer comes, and so there are certain types of uh, series that we can go through, take our people through, that really leverage and lean into that season of life in which they are in. And so, I think it's good to
0: just sort of toss around these ideas and, and work through them. Yeah, and you never know that. Uh, when a spark will come, and and sometimes just listening to ideas will will create some some sparks. Let us know, as Justin mentioned, what you're working through this yeah. summer, or some series that worked in the past. If you're on YouTube, you can comment on the video below. You can also leave us a message or tweet us at Ministry Pass at Ministry Pass on Twitter. Make sure to do that. We would we'd love to hear your thoughts and possibly even read them on a future episode.
1: Yeah. That's episode five. We'll see you next time. Same bad time, same bad channel.